0: This podcast was produced by My Podcast Pal. For help with your podcast, check out mypodcastpal.com. Hey guys, thanks once again for listening to Canadian Cannabis Update. We are a Canadian-based podcast featuring regular news updates and interviews concerning the legalization of cannabis. If you spend any time following the leaders in the Canadian cannabis industry, you'll no doubt have come across Amanda Siebert. In my case, I began reading articles that she was writing in the Georgia Strait. Now, the Canadian cannabis scene is still arguably pretty young. A lot of people and organizations are still just getting established. Amanda, however, shot out of the gates with her cannabis-related journalism right from the start. You could call her a bit of a trailblazer, and the work she's done already has earned her a lot of respect by all, at a time when so many others are still trying to establish themselves. I asked Amanda for an interview because she's now completed a book called The Little Book of Cannabis, which will be available on October 17th. Amanda was gracious enough to talk about her life, her book, and even a little bit about her future. A conversation that I know you'll enjoy. Remember, if you have a cannabis-related story to tell, I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter, at CanCanUpdate, at C-A-N-C-A-N-N, Update. right, without further delay, here's Amanda's story. Enjoy. (laughs) We're here today with Amanda Siebert, who has uh, recently authored a book called The Little Book of Cannabis, How Marijuana Can Improve Your Life. Welcome, Amanda.
1: Ah, Thank you. I'm uh, very happy to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. Can you start off by telling me something about yourself that has nothing to do with cannabis?
1: Sure. I love this question. Before I started working in journalism, I um, used to work at a fishing lodge in uh, mm-hmm. northern British Columbia uh, for four summers in a row, and it was probably—I used to tell people before I got into cannabis that I peaked early. It was a really fun job. I was sort of a photographer taking pictures on the water of all the most beautiful uh, wildlife you can imagine, and it was pretty incredible. But uh, yeah, now now I'm uh, definitely in a, a very different direction, but I still look fondly upon that job it was a lot of fun well that's
0: different (laughs) i was expecting you to tell me that you did mma i've read that somewhere
1: (laughs) yeah not mma just uh brazilian jiu-jitsu so that's sort of like grappling um but i haven't i haven't been doing that consistently lately just with the book and and things uh yeah got to get back into that
0: (laughs) fair enough remind me not to mess with you okay um (laughs) what is your professional background
1: uh great question so um I guess as a, as a journalist, my career sort of began after attending SAIT, uh, in Calgary, actually, for journalism. I was born and raised in Vancouver, but I thought, you know, i got to get out of here and um, expose myself to something different, and that really helped because I had no friends there, so I just sort of threw myself into school, um, and I ended up doing my practicum at the Georgia Strait in Vancouver. I thought I'd return home for that, and um, essentially, after a couple of weeks of working there, I sort of wrote my editor a letter and asked him for a job, and it worked out well. I worked there for about uh, three or four years, and for the first time of that, I focused primarily on things like music, the arts, I wrote about beer, like all sorts of different things, Uh, a little bit of everything. I was definitely what you would have called a generalist. Mm -hmm. Um, I dabbled in cannabis stories at that time, but it wasn't really until... Um, there was this conference coming to Vancouver ICBC and Tommy Chong was one of the kind of big names coming out and in my interview or my editor sent me up with an interview and I was like oh this is unreal and it just turned out to the, into this big story and I guess they sort of Uh, saw that it was a passion of mine, that I really enjoyed cannabis. Um, And that was sort of the beginning of the end for being a generalist. Um, After that, I sort of focused, you know, 100% of my time on writing about uh, the different aspects of cannabis, from strain reviews to, you know, covering all the corporate mergers. And, you know, I really like writing about um, patients and and, uh, different ways the plant can be used in in terms of health. And so, yeah, eventually I was... um, promoted to cannabis editor and, uh, it was really an enjoyable thing to be doing. It was sort of, um, wild with all the legislation coming out and all these new companies starting. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really neat to sort of be, um, on the cusp of that. And the straight was really like a great place to work. I enjoyed, uh, being a part of their first grassroots expo. It's sort of a little conference they put on in April and they just, uh, finished up their second one actually last weekend. Um... Yeah, it was wonderful. I got to work alongside Piper Courtney, who's now their cannabis editor. She's a great writer, too. So, yeah, it's just great being involved in this industry. I really like all the um, different personalities, all the different professional backgrounds. And, uh, yeah, it's just the beginning. (laughs)
0: Um, It seems like uh, now I've been doing this podcast since January. And in Uh my time, uh, I've noticed that we're quickly gaining more and more full-time cannabis journalists, actually. It's becoming a real thing.
1: Absolutely, it's huge. I know, like it's like you've got now different papers dedicating entire verticals to cannabis, and yeah, it's definitely, I think, uh, blowing up, as they say. <laughs> yeah,
0: no doubt. Okay, now let's talk about your book, The Little Book of Cannabis: How Marijuana Can Improve Your Life. Um, mm-hmm. What inspired you to write this book?
1: Huh. Well, this book came together after some brainstorming with a woman named Jen Kroll. She's an editorial director at Greystone Books, it's a publishing company here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, she actually used to contribute to the street, and so she saw my writing in the paper, um, and I guess could tell from my work that I wasn't just writing about cannabis, I was also very deeply passionate about it, and the only reason I know this is because she was recently quoted as saying that in uh, in an interview with Colin Choir and I thought, oh, that's so sweet. All right. Um, But yeah, she saw a gap in the market for books about cannabis, especially in Canada, um, and thought, you know, something that might speak to the benefits of cannabis use might be nicely timed to launch around legalization. Um, And I guess the inspiration really, like, we kind of discussed it together, but the inspiration for me behind it was all the people that I've been able to um, speak with over the years and really all the people that I included in the book, from um, the experts that I interviewed um, to the people who shared their stories with me for case studies. It was really about being able to um, speak to their narratives and to pare down the knowledge of experts and make it sort of digestible for the average person. That was really the, the key I wanted anybody to be able to pick up this book and sort of
0: learn something about cannabis. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I've never written a book, so maybe Mm -hmm. you can explain this to me. Can you elaborate a bit on your process when writing this book?
1: Absolutely. Um, So like anything, I guess it started with a lot of research. Um, I probably spent about three weeks, maybe a month, just pulling information together, coming up with names to interview, um, deciding on the way I would lay out the book, Um, In the end, I went with about 10 chapters, uh, plus there are two appendices on... um, One of them is on the endocannabinoid system, um, and the second one is on how to use cannabis. Um, So each chapter sort of includes, like, a a case study. So that was really interesting, like, you know, the process of writing it. I found one person who sort of had used cannabis in that way and it had been beneficial to them. So really showing the reader that, like, you know, this is a real thing. this This is something that people are using it for. Um, and then I also thought it would be good to delve into the historical uses of cannabis for that given um, condition or ailment. Because I think, you know, with prohibition and stuff, we sort of forget that cannabis has been part of our, uh, you know, we've been using it for, for thousands and thousands of years. So mm-hmm. really pulling on that information was important to me so that I could point out that, like, this isn't just a new development. Um, and then after, you know, going through the history um, You know, I uh, spoke with a lot of different experts on on how to use cannabis for that condition. Um, And then, of course, you know, backing that up with uh, studies and uh, all sorts of different publications. So nothing is, um, yeah, everything is uh, definitely backed up by expert knowledge and by scientific publications. So I'm just grateful that I could take all of that, like, really strong, powerful information and make it, you know, a little bit easier to understand for the average person.
0: Fair enough. Um, so part of the title of your book is marijuana can improve your life. Uh So a bit more of a general question here. Uh Um, can you give me a short list of the types of ways in which cannabis can help people?
1: Um, so in my book, I include about 10 ways that, um, cannabis can improve your life. Um, one of the first ones is improving sleep. Um, another one is decreasing stress and anxiety. Um, Boosting mood and creativity, that was a really fun one to research because there's not a lot of information on creativity, but a lot, an awful lot of anecdotal um, uh, you know, evidence from, from musicians and artists and people who've used cannabis in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also got a chapter on um, metabolism, weight management, and exercise recovery. That was really fun. I spoke with uh, Ross Regliatti for that. Oh, nice. Um, I'm interested <laughs> in that. Yeah, we've got um, cannabis as a superfood. Even you know a steamier sex life. So different ways that cannabis can improve your your sex. um, You know, an effective source of pain management. Of course, such an important way to cover. Um, And then I did cover cancer a little bit, but what I call this chapter is a powerful support for cancer treatment. So we're not necessarily speaking to the way, um, and I'm using air quotes here. Cannabis can cure (coughs) cancer, but the ways that. Cannabis can be used in conjunction with other treatments um, to make them more effective. Okay. Um, and then the last two chapters, I've got one on easing the aging process. And, of course, the final one is um, the exit drug. Such a big thing in the media right now and news, you know, in the middle of this opioid crisis, um, just sort of exploring the different ways that cannabis can be used as a substitute, I guess. Yeah, sorry, that was a long, a long kind of rundown. But that's the ten that are <laughs> that are covered in
0: the book. Very clear answer. Okay, so were there was there anything that you actually kept out of the book that you may could have put in, or you decided not to for any particular reason?
1: Totally. I mean, um, there are a couple things that I stayed away from. Anything related to kids. I feel like um, maybe it's a little bit early for for Canadians to sort of be exposed to that in, in this little book, um, definitely something that I'm interested in exploring down the road. Um, but I, what I really wanted to do, the, the, the reason I chose the topics that I did was that, you know, I find about uh, over half of them are the sort of things that are, um, applicable to pretty much every person, you know, everybody sleeps, everybody deals with stress and anxiety, um, all, all these different things. So I thought, um, you know, my focus was really on on including topics that uh, that people could really consider, you know, OK, how can I use this in my life? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the more specific um, heavier sort of uh, conditions and diseases I, I stayed away from, but definitely things that I would like to uh, consider in the future. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a little book of cannabis, too. <laughs>
0: um, so mm-hmm. who would you anticipate will be getting your book? Like who who was it meant for?
1: Oh, right. That's a great question. Um, when I was writing this book, I definitely wrote it with, like, my mother and my grandmother in mind. Like, you know, I wanted to create something that um, they could understand. You know, I feel sometimes in the cannabis industry we're a little bit in this echo chamber because we're all really um, excited about it and we can all see these benefits. But, um, you know, translating that conversation to someone who's not involved in the industry, someone who's not really hearing about um all the different news and events and breakthroughs. um, That was sort of a challenge, but I really enjoyed it. And so I guess the book is for people who don't really know about cannabis, people who are curious, maybe, maybe people who've, um, you know, spent several years, several decades not using it because they're afraid because of the stigma that's, you know, um, been created over the last 100 or so years. Uh, Yeah, I guess, I guess for people who are just generally curious and who want to know more and by no means am i am i saying to people like you have to use cannabis it's absolutely going to improve your life um there's a disclaimer in the book you know please like if it's something you're considering speak with your doctor um all all of that all of that good stuff all
0: right so there are um there's an assortment of cannabis related books already uh, available to consumers mm-hmm. what makes your book uh different than the other ones great question
1: I think what my or what makes my book a little bit different is um, that it's kind of smaller and easier to, to digest um, it is called the little book of cannabis and, and while I did go a little bit overboard i bit of a keener a few extra pages and my editors weren't anticipating it actually does fit in your back pocket um it's a little you know it's a convenient little book that i think um you can sort of take anywhere with you it's uh like i said super digestible really easy to read um in fact when i was editing it like i or going through the edits you know for the book Um, getting edits back from an editor, it took me, like, not very long to just read through the entire thing. I think I did it in, like, a day. So um, if you're a quick reader, it's definitely an easy read. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's sort of what separates it from whatever else is out there. You know, you have um, other books that are maybe written by by doctors or by professionals, and while I totally respect everything that they have to say and love to just devour their writing, sometimes it's uh, not as easy for others. So I'm I'm just glad that I... uh, I was able to do that. I guess I'm excited to see how it's received.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, you may have alluded to this earlier, but does the release date have anything to do with hmm. legalization date?
1: Yes, it does. Um, so <laughs> initially, the release date of my book was going to be October 30th, and then uh, when we found out, you know, that uh, cannabis was going to be made legal on the 17th of October, my uh, editor sent me an email, she's like, "Oh, can we? Can we?" you know, hurry this uh, process up a little bit and maybe we can launch it on the same day. And I was like, absolutely, (laughs) that would be awesome. So I'm pretty excited. I mean, it's a big day and uh, I'm just, I feel like, oh, I don't know, maybe a little bit... uh, Not out of place, but just, you know, it's a big day and I'm uh, just Mm. excited that I, I, you know, I have a book coming out on the same day.
0: (laughs) That's cool. Okay, so where will we be able to purchase your book?
1: Um, You can purchase the book pretty much anywhere you you like to buy books. So, Chapters Indigo, um, you can buy it on Amazon. Uh, Yeah, I'll be having some launch events throughout the country coming up. Um, But, yeah, anywhere you buy books online, if you want to support your local bookstore, you can do that, too.
0: That's very Mm. cool. Some people spend a lifetime trying to get their books published, so this is is awesome. Mm.
1: Thank you. Um,
0: (laughs) What's next for Amanda Siebert? Do you have any new projects on the horizon?
1: Yes. I've been uh, doing some freelance work since May, and I am actually in talks with my editor to uh, possibly write a second book. So we're gonna we're gonna see where that goes, but that's definitely uh, definitely in my plans.
0: <laughs> okay, so how can people find out more about you online?
1: Um, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram. My handles there are the same. It's just at Amanda underscore Siebert S I E B E R T. Um, you can find me on Facebook too. Just the usuals, and if you want to read more about my book, you can go to littlebookofcannabis.com and you can find all the links. You know, if you if you want to buy the book, and you're you're living in the UK or you're living in the states or Australia, even there's links to all of those different sellers there as well.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to reading it. Um, I, I don't hmm. consider myself a hardcore cannabis expert by any means, mm-hmm. so I think this is like perfect. Oh, neither do level I. Level for the, me.
1: <laughs> just the translator. <laughs>
0: I just want to say thank you and uh, good luck with the sales of your book. And um, oh, thank you so much. Hopefully, we can uh, interview again sometime down the road.
1: Absolutely. It was so lovely to chat. Thank you so much.
0: Take care. Thanks for listening to Canadian Cannabis Update. If you want to find out more about what we do, check us out on Twitter at CanCanUpdate, Facebook, Instagram, and every podcast streaming related site in the known known universe. universe. If you have a story that you'd like to share about the cannabis space, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up at CannabisUpdate.ca or email CanadianCannabisUpdate at gmail.com. The next podcast is just around the corner. Stay tuned. Canadian Cannabis Update is a regularly published podcast. We do our very best to remain as accurate as possible, but take no responsibility for inaccurate details or facts. If a story interests you, we're glad to have brought it to your attention, but take the time to research the details for yourself.